As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Does it sound nice? In your headphones? Yeah, I hate, I fucking hate ASMR, bro. Someone said to me the night that we had a, a bender at mine that you were talking about how you hate it because everyone is always comments on our social posts being like, that guy's voice is amazing. He needs to do ASMR. Oh, I'll ne- know that I'll never do it. I think you could get paid a lot of money for it, Josh. Fuck that, bro. Like, you know, I, I um, like. Hello. I, <laughs> that, yeah. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> that was really good, Lou. Gee, that'll get him. Just whispering like a fucking ghoul into the mic. Precious. Precious. Can do it. Um, Spiegel. No. Rocky Poo is nice and cool. So juicy sweet. Master give. Oh, that's Dobby. (laughs) (laughs) Master give Dobby a sock. (laughs) Those were Dobby's teenage years. Sock in the bedroom. Uh, So. (laughs) ASMR. I listen. There's like these fucking things. I've seen them on Twitch. These birds, so like these good-looking women, wear like a bikini top, and it it honestly fucking gives me the the uh, chills or whatever. The, gives you the ick. Give, gives me the ick. Mm. Gives me the, the creeps. They have these microphones set up, and they put like a plastic ear thing over it, and they like lick and like suck the ear and stuff and it, all you can hear and I'm so so sorry to do this to you listening all you can hear is this like yuck you know when you're like Some in the swag or something it. and you can hear like two people Hooking kissing up. and it's the gross you're like I oh, can't stop doing yeah. that you know what i mean asmr fucks me off i like it, it's like not, that kind not something i'm passionate about like but i don't hate it or i don't love it you know wouldn't go out of my way for it, but if someone's like, oh, I do ASMR, I'll go and play on. That's for you. Like, who the fuck is paying some fucking... No, but your voice is very distinctive and a nice voice that I think people mean that, like, you just talking into a microphone would, like, get them going. Okay. Yeah, that that, that sort of voice. <laughs> do you know what you really should do? What? An audible book. Yeah, right. Got to be able to read. <laughs> Fucks me. Pretend to read like a passage for me. I'll get up a, um, a page of a book, eh? Okay. And you read it out. Okay. Okay. We've what got a book? page of Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. Read a passage of Fifty Shades of Grey for me. <laughs> I'm not a great reader. I roll my eyes at myself. Get a grip, Steel. 
judging from the building, which is too clinical and modern, I guess Gray is, is in his 40s, fit, tanned, and fair-haired to match the rest of that personnel. Another elegant, flawlessly dressed blonde comes out of a large door to the right. What is with all the immaculate blondes? <laughs> it's like Stepford here. Taking a deep breath, I stand up. Miss Steele? The latest blonde asks. Yes, I croak and clear my throat. Yes. There, that sounded more confident. Not bad. Not bad. I reckon a few people would have been having a bit of fun listening to that. I'm sorry for that. Reminds <coughs> me of my um, childhood, because obviously I used to do speech and drama. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Takes me back to my bedtime stories. Um, I think often... <laughs> No, as a child I used to do speech and drama. Yeah. And one of the things, I used to do like competitions, like I was a full loser. Um, and one of the things was you'd get a book, sight reading is what it was called. So you'd get a book, you had no time to re rehearse yeah. and you'd get a book and you'd be standing up there in front of everyone and you had to read the passage and I was really good at it. Were you? I'd always win. Same with the improvisations, they give you a scene and they'd be like, okay, you're you know, buying some milk from the from the local dairy and a robber comes in and then I'd have to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. Whoa, if we just saw a bit of what you do, that was really good. <sighs> Lou, you're like, ah, no wonder. Get that girl an Oscar. <laughs> I've got a feeling. <laughs> what, that I was a loser child? No shit. Yeah. No shit, mate. Like a fat, no, eight, no. a fat eight-year-old who does drama. I don't think you're always, kidding. You're always like, I was really good. Like they said, I was really good, and I did Shakespeare. I was really good at that. I was fifteen and eighteen. The other thing I was really good at, and seeing you as a child, you know what I think happened. No, no. Do you know, you know what I think happened. What? This is what happened. You did your thing where you did your Shakespeare, <laughs> and then they went. That was really good, Lou. No, Dutch, Lou, that was really you good. And you're like, thank you. <laughs> and they were like, you good girl. And they like, take you off the stage. Good job. And, and you were like, they were really happy with me. And they were like, God, get this fucking idiot off. Judge, you don't get, you don't get first place for being really good or participation awards. I was getting fucking golds, mate. I was getting first place. It was a sympathy thing. No, this is one thing I'm confident <laughs> Go about. Come on, give Lou a pep up. Let's give her something to take home. <laughs> now, you can't eat this, Lou. This is made of metal. You're just going... <laughs> Dad, why's the trophy not got chocolate around it? I was so confident, though. Big, boisterous thing roaming around. Uh, do you know I love that. So I you have, should be. I have a vivid memory. I'm going to name and shame here. Yep. Of this boy called Finn that I went to school with. Finn, cool name. No, not when I tell oh, the story. Sorry. We don't like Finn. Fuck you, Finn. Shit name, and, dog. And he, I was, I can't remember something had happened, and he said, go eat another cream pie. <laughs> I probably did. I probably did go eat another cream pie. <laughs> you definitely did. Do you know? Good wrecking from Finn. We nearly got him on the radio, because I've told this story before, when, we, when I used to be on the night show. We nearly got him on the radio, like he was going to come on, and I was going to confront like the school bully Finn. <laughs> he didn't. Why he didn't come he on? Didn't come on in the end. Finn, you want to come on the podcast, mate? I've got a few words for you. Yeah, Finn. How about cream pie your face, Finn? That yeah. means something different. You don't have to do that, Finn. I'm sorry about her. What does it mean? Oh, have a fucking think. Is it the same as when I say bar up? <laughs> 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 
It's very similar. I apologise. <laughs> I think we have different meanings of things in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, correct. I didn't mean that cream pie at all, Finn. I'm really sorry. I oh, mean, fuck you, Finn. Cop a cream pie to your face. <laughs> Talk shit about Lou, bro. I'll knock you out. Thanks for sticking up for me. That's all right. Fuck you, Finn. What does he do now? Don't know. Makes cream pies at the local bakery. <laughs> he was probably just trying to spruik his parents' bakery business. Probably. Lou, could you go have another cream pie? You said you love them. Mum and Dad really love you in the shop. And <laughs> you, you bought just... 12 today already. <laughs> yeah, you kept them afloat. <laughs> you know who you could have kept afloat? Like a sinking ship of people. In the Titanic, if they had at least 12 Lou's, no one would have died. <laughs> Everyone grab a Lou! <laughs> Quick, get on the loose. <laughs> Quick. They're throwing out me instead of life jackets. Take one of her. And I'm just like, hold on, guys. Oh, uh, and we laugh. We laugh. What did we even start the podcast on? I don't know. We black out, eh? Yeah. Like, what did we start with? I genuinely have zero memory. What did we start with, Tops? ASMR. Oh, we started with ASMR. Mm. Um, right. Welcome to the podcast. Let's get into it, eh? <laughs> let's, let's rip in. Grab a loo and float on in. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Very buoyant. Uh, I've got a good yarn for you. Back in my prime dating days of probably, I think it would have been maybe 19 or 20 at this point. Yep. So I went to uni with some guys and one of their friends had come down to stay for a bit. Yeah. So I met this guy. I think we maybe shared a pash one night out at a bar or whatever. And then he went back up to his hometown. And we stayed in contact. Like, we'd text and stay on the phone and stuff. And he was, like, pretty intense to start out with. Um, And then one day I received something in the mail. And I was like, what the hell is this? It looked like it was, like, fan mail or something. What? had, like, fucking diamantes and shit on it. Yeah, and I opened it up. And this guy had painted a portrait of me. No. And it had in the corner a little pterodactyl, because I obviously did my pterodactyl impression. Yeah. A speech and drama face. You know that, like, half-half drama face? Yeah, I do. The comedy and tragedy. Yeah, and then in the corner, like, a little wheel of cheese, because I love cheese so much. And it was, like, my face, like, looking off into the distance with these, like, Oh, my Lord. Three things. I mean, it's super thoughtful. No. Not when you've been speaking for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. No, maybe not. Was it a good portrait? No. Wasn't even good. Nah. Honestly, I need to find a photo of it. Like, you will piss your pants. I, I fucking need to see I, it. I, I'm certain I've got a photo somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah. So he's a real, like, he's a real, like, like, I'm sorry, like cringy romanticist yeah. or whatever. Some people are real into that. And I am like, if the person I'm dating is being like kind and cute and like thoughtful, I love it if I'm into them. Mm. When someone's doing it to you and you're not into them, I could like vomit at a text. Like <laughs> I've had people send me like, you know, like kissing emojis or like, how are you gorgeous? And I'll like literally throw up on my phone. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm not into that shit. There's a time and a place for it. And also, it becomes too... Like, if someone's saying all that stuff too much and giving you too much, like, like love bombing you almost, it, you just become immune to it. And then when something 
actually happens or you actually get a compliment, it's like, well, it doesn't mean anything because you've just been throwing, like, you're beautiful, um, stunning, like, kissing emoji, XXX at me. You know, like, you've literally suffocated me in love. When you say something, it doesn't mean anything. Look, that shit, I think, is play on when you're in a relationship. You know what I mean? Or you're seeing someone for a while and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not too heavy, but... Yeah, that's okay, but like if it's early, bruh, like I'm never texting a bird when I'm single and calling her gorgeous. I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, it's not in my fucking wheelhouse. No. It, treat them mean, keep them keen. That that's fucking true. To start off, I'm not I'm not into games at all. If any of my potential suitors are listening, not into games. Um, but all two of you take notes. <laughs> 0.5 of you, <laughs> anyone, Yeah. or just anyone who's planning on sliding in. Um, no, I'm not into games, but I'm also, I, I can get, not turned off, no, that's not true, if I'm into someone, I'm into them, but if I'm like not 100% sure, and someone comes in like full hot, I'm like, mate, you've fucked yourself here. The best way to turn a bird away is to go into guns blazing. Mm. And you can be hotter than a $2 pistol. We know this it from doesn't matter. my experience. Like that boy who was giving me nothing. Yeah. Obsessed. You're, you're all about it. Drop an E. Correct. Seriously, if he proposed today, I'll, I'm married. See ya. Boy who's giving me all my love and attention being divine. See you later, mate. Yeah. Sayonara. That's just the way. That's and it just was the nice knowing you. Fucking way it works, man. Why is that? Don't know. You but want then, you're seeking like approval or something. Do you know I will say all my... Well, most recently, like most of my ex-boyfriends have been divine and like per, like wonderful boyfriends, so great, like the nice guys. Like I always end up dating the nice guys, but it's just, it's like this ego thing. As soon as someone's like not that interested in you, you're like, hang on, mate. Me? The big dog LDD over here? No one wants a slice of this pie? What's up? <laughs> That's great. That's great. I used to, like when I was in the dating game, if I was like you know, into a bird or something like that. And it was, um, and she was just, you know, giving me nothing or whatever. I'd just stop. Mm. I was yeah. like, you know what, I'm not, fu- I don't give a fuck. How There's many plenty. times were you asked, would you have back in the day, or do your mates ask someone on a date without, like, or, you know, say someone says yes and then they cancel. Or like, How many times will you give it a go? Two? Two. Yeah, Max. So if, so if they say yes, sweet, can't do it. I go cool. Let's reconvene. Yeah, and if they the reconvene drops out, it's it's over. Mm. Not going. There's zero chance of me coming back at you. I used to come up with some creative shit. I'd be like, my cousin's in town. I didn't know they were going to be here. I'm really sorry. Um, I've got to see them. This is funny. Both you and I were saying like we're not liars at all. Like we barely, very rarely tell little white lies. But when it comes to dating, little white lies are the time and the place. Well, that's the because. You don't. You, you don't, don't know them. You don't feelings. owe them anything. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hurt the feelings. You just like listen. But you can also tell it's like a text to work that you're feeling sick. Mm. You kind of sometimes overdo it. You put too much detail. One of my mates <laughs> had used all the excuses under the sun for getting out of work. Mm. So he was like, "I've just got to come up with something that's fucking like just so bizarre that um, they have to believe it." Yeah. So he texts his work. He's like, "Mate, really sorry, I can't come in. I fell into a cactus." And then like, he would need to be covered in like scratches. He just had to figure it out. He Did told he literally he go jump in a cactus? <laughs> no, but he's like, I fell into a cactus. I'm like, I love that's where your brain goes. You always get called out. You better just be like, hey, I'm unwell, not coming in today. Hannah. And like, because you're allowed to take a, a me day. Do you want to know a, a good way to do it? 
this is what I would do if I ever did it, which I never have because I'm a stand-up motherfucker. You pre-write the text. You set an alarm for 3.30 in the morning. The alarm wakes you up. You send the text. The text says, mate, I've been fucking spewing all night. Like, I cannot sleep. I'm not coming in today. I'm really sorry. And it's sent at 3.30 in the morning. So it's like... They know. Oh, he's fucking... Fucking hell, this poor cunt. He's been up since three... He's up or they could think that you're out on the town having a bender. Not on like a Tuesday. Well... If it's you, yeah. Me? Stand up, Jan? Not a chance. That's an absolute yarn. That's, that's when not, do I, oh, actually, I've had a fair few big weeknights in the last couple months. Yeah, so, you know, you're an alcoholic. You, mate, you are. You drank a bottle of whiskey the other night to yourself and said you weren't even drunk. I was drunk. But you didn't have a hangover because your body's so used to it. Your body doesn't know how to function w- without a hangover. Yeah, now that hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. It's touching the inside of your soul. Yeah. You look a bit sad. Yeah. Dipping the toes into the warm and alluring waters of alcoholism. No. Yeah. No. Hey, hey, I dipped my foot in the water. Guess what? The water's warm, kid. <laughs> Come for a little swim. Let's go for a little swim. Let's breaststroke through these waters of alcoholism together. Oh, good good yarn about... Um, I used to think I've my whole entire life thought it was breaststroke. Did you? So, do you know when I worked for Fitzy and Whipper, I used to write the quiz. And so I, it was like, um, I wrote breathstroke and freestyle are styles of what? And like Tom, the EP, was weeping with laughter, like made me come into the studio and he's like, what's this, Lou? And I was like, breathstroke, you know, the swimming stroke. And he was like, it's breast stroke. Thinking of shit that's spelling wrong, that was well articulated. Um, you know, when I was doing like a a scholarship thing to get into this um, boarding school called Taz, which is the school that I actually went to. We're too poverty to afford it. In. Yeah, I didn't. Sorry. So we're trying to get a scho- scholarship. No, no, that's I'm a dumb cunt. Oh, um, no, don't Yeah, but it is what it is. Let's, let's just... Yeah, I know well, you do have a hollow head. So. Yeah, correct. Okay, fine, you know fine. I mean? we'll, we'll, we'll settle on that. Listen, I've come to terms with it. I'm cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I'd never had to spell my middle name before. My middle name's Edward. Now, I think this is the reason why I didn't get the scholarship because they read my – so I'd never had to spell it or write it out or nothing like How that. How have you never had to spell your middle name? Don't know, just like until year six or whatever, I'd never had oh, to yes, fucking – Oh, year six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd never had to really do it. So I'm going to get this scholarship to try and get into the school and they would have read on the top of the form, Jack Edward Archdale. Edward spelt E-D-W-O-U-L-D. Edward. <laughs> Not even like Ed Wood, like W O O D. I went for Wood. Would you go somewhere with me? Oh. Ed Wood. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have seen that at the top and go, See Next. you later. Yeah. I was thinking about like a couple of, like, you know, spinning yarns on the podcast. What sort of yarns? And I'm just trying to think. And then one weirdly popped into my brain last night. Mm. And it was just such an odd experience. And I want to see if you can maybe have anything that's like mildly similar have you ever seen a celebrity a big celebrity do something like super normal no but i will tell you the vin diesel story as well great spin vin after this i've seen natalie portman parking she a good parallel parker dude i was walking through bondi this was fucking during COVID. i'm pretty sure yeah they were here filming something she was staying in vaucluse was she yes 
So, right. Someone peered over her fence. I remember someone telling me Fair that. Fair income. Okay. I'm walking along. I've just had breakfast or something Saturday morning. I've just had breakfast or something like that, and I'm walking along. It's a beautiful day. I'm just, feeling you're good. You're full of eggs, Benedict. Full of eggs, Benedict. Minus the eggs, Benna. Get it? <laughs> just full of dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like... Cut him that bit. Cut that. No way. <laughs> no, you're not, kid. That's staying in. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's good from you. Fantastic. So, I, I'm fucking walking along with Fef. And I sort of just look to my right and I go, what the fuck? It's fucking Natalie Portman. And she's just in this white Audi. She drunk, she's like looking for a park. I'm like... Is that fucking Natalie Portman? I'm like, what the f- fuck is going on here? And I'm sort of just watching her and I'm like, holy dooly. And then she finds a park and she proceeds, she's driving, she starts parking. And I'm just like, what? Like, I went to see Star Wars, The Phantom Menace when I was like 11. Yeah. I've loved her ever since. Princess Layla. That's wrong. Oh. That's Princess Leia. Sorry. You fucking idiot. Layla, Layla. Cousy, and she cousy. plays Padme or Queen Am- Amad- Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. Oh, so she's not Princess Leia. 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 Not a Star Wars girl, apart from Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> of course you. Of course. Or Yoda. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I am your father. <laughs> I am Darth Vader. Stupid you are. That's good. Stupid you are. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm like... Holy shit. I'm like, that's, I fucking love her. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's Natalie Boy. And I'm just sort of like standing there looking. And she sort of looked at me and I'm like, ah. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, just be normal. So I just sort of just keep walking. And I just keep like looking back and I'm like, that's Padme parking. But if you're, Padme's parking. If you're such a big fan, why don't you go get a photo? She had people with her. I think there was an elderly woman there. Right. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. Do you know, I'm the same. Like, we always see Lord in New Zealand, and like for some people, she'd be like a huge mega superstar. Yeah, but I would just never go up to her. Like the only person, obviously, would be like Biebs or Harry Styles or someone. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've watched Queen Amidala Park. That's fucking gross. Secondly, Lord, I've got a theory. No, I've got a theory. Well, you've only got this. If you got this one, you only got one more for the pod. I've only got one theory. Okay. I reckon she's a fuckwit. She's like New Zealand's golden girl. I would back the fuck up if I was you. I think she comes across as the most disingenuous oh my God, individual mate. of all time. I've had like a mate that Do was Do you want working. me to cut I've this before a, you get cancelled? Couldn't give a fuck. Okay, because she's. I've met her. She's so nice. I've got a selfie with her. She's, like, lovely. And I've seen her show because I used to work at Nova and I've seen one of her red rooms. She's phenomenal um, on stage. I don't like her music, but she she was, like, um, oh, she was on stage and she was, like, it's so good to see my friends. You're my friends. And I'm, like, no, they're fucking not. That's what all people on stage do. They go, I love you guys. Without you, I'd be nothing. Ah, it just came across. I think you just. And she shushes the crowd. Have you seen that? When they start singing with her, she goes, shh. Bask in my brilliance. Yeah, well, she's the singer. They've come to see, see her it, and sing. Don't you shush your fans. If I was singing and you started, I'd go, shh, I am the brilliance. Start singing. And Shut I'll- the fuck up. 
I, I'm not even going to get into an argument with you because Lord's like, you, you would have lost all of our New Zealand listeners from that. Hey, I went to one of her concerts. I didn't know if I was saying Lord or bored. Wrecked. I would not say that's erect, mate, at all. Wrecked your lord. Sorry, bored. <laughs> You're such a loser. Thank you. Thank you so oh much. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I didn't know if I was saying lord or... No. Snored. <laughs> We're good. done. It's good. We're done here. What He's I back. would like to chat to you about is Vin Diesel, though. <laughs> Great segue. I've drunk some Vin Diesel before. You have drunk Diesel before. Um, so one of my friends... Was just casually telling me about the time she went to America. She's like 21 at this point, and this yarn is like so outrageous. And she literally sent me photos. She was like, "It is like hands down, 100% true." And I was like crying with laughter at the photos and the voice memo she sent me about it. So her and her friend went over to LA when they were younger. They're probably like 21 at this point, and they're at a club. And someone comes over to them and is like, hey, do you guys want to come back to either Vin Diesel or Cody Simpson's house party? Whoa. And so this girl's like wasted at this point and her friend, for some reason, picks Vin Diesel. I reckon I would have gone Cody Simpson. I'd go Vin. You'd go Vin? He's the biggest star. Yeah. Anyway, they get... They hop into this car with all these other hot chicks. Uh So they've obviously like picked up all these hot girls from the bars. Yeah. And they get back to this house and there's all this free alcohol and it's a big swimming pool, like music going. And they hadn't seen Vin the entire party. And then they're just sitting down, two Australian girls. And then Vin comes out of the party and he's just like obsessed with them. Like was just like wouldn't stop hanging out with them. Like my two Aussie girls, like absolutely obsessed with them. Aiming for a threesome. I don't know, Jarch. I don't know. Perhaps. Definitely. Um, they like keep drinking, they're having like heaps of fun. He's like, stay, stay the night. So the two girls end up staying in Vin Diesel's bed. So No, 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 swear nothing happened. And then in the morning he like put them in his big like security van or whatever and like taxied them back to their um to their hotel. And then on the same trip you know the guy who was the evil one in the Titanic? The evil captain? Billy Zane. Yeah. So they Wait, were the, 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 guy, the rich guy that was dating Kate Winslet? Yes. Billy Zane. Yes. So they were, again, another night out at a different club and met this guy and they were saying, oh, we really want to go to Nobu. And he was like, oh, I'll take you. So the next day he takes them out on this massive super yacht and then takes them out for dinner and then keeps like angling for a threesome. And they're just like, nah, mate, you've just paid for this entire day. Fucking like, women. The, the stories literally Fucking sound not real. Women. They sound not real. Like Vin Diesel and Billy Zane. Billy Zane's a For two 21-year-old 20, hot girls on their first, like, overseas solo trip. Hey, can I tell you something? What? Your friends got railed no. by Vin Diesel. Sorry, dog. You were Judge. in a... He was not... You're telling me Vin Diesel's in a bed with two bombshell blondes? And he didn't have a threesome. I've seen. I'm the f- putting my money on Vin, banging both of I've them. I've seen the photo. Both the girls are fully clothed. Yeah, fucking. I've heard it all, sister. Get your mind out of the gutter. People oh, so are allowed. Get my mind to- out of the gutter. People are allowed. There's two girls sleeping in a. They went back to a party s- of Vin Diesel's and I- slept in a bed with him. I've slept in a boy's bed and nothing's happened m- m- a million times. Vin Diesel's bed. It doesn't do it for Try me. Try again, sweetie. Doesn't do it for if me. If you're in with Vin, he's getting it in. <laughs> doesn't I've do it for me. I've always said it. I've always said it. Doesn't do it for me, Judge. If I'm in Vin's bed, it's 
Cha chow, good night. Roll over, stay on your side. If you're with the diesel, you're grabbing his weasel. I've always said it. I've always said it about Vin. <laughs> Vin banged your mates. He did not. Anyway, how cool is it I saw Natalie Portman parking? <laughs> I'd say my stories were better. Yeah, they were. Billy, Billy Zane's got a super yacht. Well, I don't know if it was his, but they were on a super yacht. He's a he's a grouse cunt. Yeah, they said he was an absolute legend. Can't believe they that said so fucking... was Vin. You've got to, I mean, taking them on a, that at least earns a hand job. Not everyone's dishing out wristies left, right and centre. <laughs> Not like the girl who gave you a wristy on the dance floor. <laughs> at 18, when I was 18 in fucking Florence or something. Chic. Thanks, bro. Real chic. Thanks. One for the grandkids, I'd say. <laughs> Take note of that, write that down, Get tell that to the grandkids, eh? Right, back in my day on the Florence dance floor. Look, what I've realised is I'm here on this earth to make my parents proud, and I think I just did that. <laughs> I think they'd be. Oh, they're things. highly disappointed in me as a human. Mm. <laughs> oh, actually, this leads me to a theory. Love it. This will be our last one of the show. You're allowed as many theories. You're allowed two theories a show too. Oh, so we could have four. Fuck, the whole show's just theories. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, it's not really a theory. It's more just fuck's sake. A thought in my own brain, really. Yeah, okay. I Where else do you have thoughts? The theory. Um, I am, in my head, like 100% the favourite child. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Like, I know Franco, my dad, is definitely obsessed with Matthew, my, my middle brother. So it goes Christopher, Matthew, then me. And I know that Franco and Matthew have this weird bond that they're both just kind of like quirky humour and stuff. Yep. Sorry, Chris. Jill definitely loves Chris. Mm -hmm. He's a soft spot for him. But Your daddy's little girl? No, 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 no. Well, not when you were a kid. (laughs) Daddy's big, big girl. (laughs) Break Franco's (laughs) knee. Can I sit on your knee, Dad? No, 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 no. Just do, do. You've already already committed. There's no stopping the momentum. (laughs) This is kinetic energy at its finest. Goosh. <laughs> Poor Franco's gone to the hospital. Why have you got two broken knees? No, what I was saying is I'm definitely Jill's favourite. True. Yeah. Hands down, I'm the favourite child. I, I reckon my brothers listening will go, fuck you, Lou, but deep down they know. Yeah. You know. I don't think my parents... Oh, fucking... fucking <laughs> they'll probably disagree with this. I don't think they have a favourite. They will absolutely have a favourite and it'll be Hot Will. It's... It's Hot Wheels. Yeah. Hot Wheels, he's good what with money. Do, what does he do for work? They're, both my brothers are coppers, copper dogs. Police officers of the law. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you said copper dogs, I was imagining them like rounding up, rousing. No, what's it called? Mustering. Mustering um, dogs. Mustering dogs. Mustering sh- dogs and sheep. You muster dogs. You muster sheep with dogs. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So no, they're not. <laughs> they just, I've never done anything illegal, Hot Wheel. But you can. You're about to say you can arrest me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, knew you, I knew you were going. I knew where you were going with yeah. it. Um, yeah, no. That he's very good with money. He's traditionally very handsome. He is good at his job. He's got his shit together. You where know does he mean? live? Down in Melbourne. My other brother's copper. He's in Aubrey. They they're both. 
Henry's got a house. You know what I mean? Mm. What have you got to show for yourself? A couple of shit tattoos. ADHD. <laughs> Do you actually have that? Don't know. I, I, defi- I definitely... Um, Steph is begging me to go and get tested. I cannot concentrate. When some people are talking, like, it, for work, I think I kind of need it. Well, well, do you know, I reckon, <coughs> I genuinely think we've both got it. Because if you listen to the podcast, we'll jump from topic to topic to topic to topic to topic, which is a, a big telltale sign of mm. ADHD, I think. But then again, every cunt these days says they've got ADHD. But I sometimes will be in a conversation and my brain's like thinking, oh, I'd like a piece of peanut butter toast. Dude. I'll be honest with you. When you started talking about Vin Diesel, I kept thinking about Fast and Furious, Lord, and I I missed the first part of that story. I was like, holy fuck! I hope that wasn't integral because I just blanked out. <laughs> Why do you listen to this? I've I love you. Thank you for listening. But, but God. baffles me. Yeah. Do you know what else I was also going to bring up? Yeah. Have you noticed how wrong I get phrases? I was on um. Fitzy and Whipper again when I used to work for them and I went on the show and I said um, when push comes to crunch <laughs> and it's obviously when push comes to shove yeah dude Tor your friend actually said Judge yeah, are we just going to let the fact go that you said um, what did you say claim to glory yeah that's his claim to uh, and you even thought about it you went that's his claim to uh, his claim to glory what is the phrase claim, claim to, to fame yeah and I often will Get words in the wrong place. Yep. And no one on the podcast so far has um, picked picked me up on it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's because people feel sorry for you. <laughs> I'd feel sorry for me too. <laughs> Just a small town girl living in a little. Give us your best. World. You sing a lot. Oh, okay. So Do give you us your. Wanna... I want to hear you. I want to hear okay. your best sing. Okay. I'll bring the microphone away because it's that good. Yep. When I'm stuck with a day that's grey and lonely, I just stick out my chin and grin and say, oh, the sun will come out tomorrow, but your bottom dollar that tomorrow, there'll be sun. Shut up! <laughs> Anyone need a nanny for a musical? Because you've come to the right place. <laughs> that wasn't that good. Not bad, though. I'd argue it Eight was. Eight out of ten? Eight. Okay, seven. I'd give you, you a... you sing for me, then? Pull the mic away a bit. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only life that we'll see. see. No, I won't, won't be afraid. Free. No, I won't she be afraid. Just as long, long. as you stand. stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. Six. Three. Three? Nah, four. You started off well. Yep. And then you couldn't hit the high notes. Fuck, we've covered about 12 topics in the last four minutes. Mate. Anything more you want to talk about? Just throw it out there, I say. Photosynthesis. What's that? <laughs> Is that when you've got a photographic memory? Because no. I, can't, I can't read a map, but if I'm driving, sometimes I go, left. And I'll just know that's that the That aggressively. Yeah. Franco, when I drive, would be in the passenger seat and I'd be turning right. And he'd go, clear, clear, clear. 
clear, 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 looking to the left. So I'd look to the right and that would be my side to Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then he'd just keep yelling, clear, clear. clear, clear Why can't clear. he just tell you it's clear? Because he, he would say not clear or like he'd stop. It's live updates. Live updates. When my brother became a cop, you know how like you bring your work home sort of with you or whatever? Mm. Now we all, it's like a family joke, we take the piss out of him because like he was sitting in the car and mum was driving and Will's in the front and like I'm in the back or whatever. He goes, clear left. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Clear left. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're becoming a cop. You're becoming a cop. Well, he is a and cop. now we all go, clear left, right clear, clear right. Proceed with caution. Please proceed with uh, absolute caution. That's how police officers speak. They use unnecessarily big words uh, to uh, facilitate the point that they're trying to make, irrespective of whether the words fit in with that respective sentence or not. But anyone will use big words if they can. Yeah, but have you seen coppers get interviewed on TV? Yeah. The assailant uh, was, uh, he was, uh, he proceeded to run down the, uh, I believe it was Chalmers Street at approximately 30 uh, kilometres an hour, which means he garnered some some tremendous pace. Uh, The officers chase, uh, were in pursuit of him, and uh, and you're like, just say, he was fucking running down the road and my officers got him. Do you know what you'd be really good at? Police 10-7, being the voiceover of it. True, what's that show? Oh, is that a New Zealand thing? Might be. Oh, is it like Highway Patrol? Yeah. Great shows. Love they those have a voiceover shows. and they're like, there's this New Zealand guy called Graham Bell and he'd be like, the mongrel has attacked. I believe I've seen it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, the mongrel. Yeah. yeah. He's like, the mongrel in the white jeans with the blue baseball cap has attacked. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the mongrel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say something, Josh. I generally reckon that people may have turned off the last 10 minutes. Like, we were so ADHD that we covered, like, 45 topics. Yeah, I do apologise. Re- we promise we'll get sorted and that won't happen again. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Fuck it. It is what it is, then you die. Yeah. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Josh and Louis show. Get out. Do your best game show voice. Yeah, best best game. Welcome to the podcast. Everyone here sucks cock. <laughs> that was really good, Josh. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate you more than you know. We'll be back same time next week, Wednesday morning. Don't miss us. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Louisa Dowling, at Louisa Dowling, at Jarchi, at We Mean Well Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and thank you for sending DMs. We love get a lot of love. DMs. And we really appreciate it. Makes makes my day. Makes your day, too. Makes our really day. Does. So thanks for listening.